The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, folks, uh, this is a special edition of... Get Trump. <laughs> Get Trump, exactly. Everybody's looking at it, so we have dated ourselves with this show, but uh, it's very important, and uh, we should have an individual on the line with us uh, from New York. Is he there? He is there. Can you hear me? We can hear you loud and clear. Oh, my God, is this... Is this an imitator? You sound a lot like Mark the Shark. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Mark, but Mark, Mark. So, Mark, how are things in New York? It's kind of interesting. Uh, Trump has already arrived at the courthouse. He arrived there somewhere around 145. He briefly did one fist pump, went inside <laughs> the courthouse. Um, I am watching live feeds from inside the courthouse hallway. Outside the courthouse, I have five different feeds running right now, so we're trying to keep tabs on man, that. Man, you the man, Mark. So, Mark, here's my first question. Uh, I was talking in the first hour of my show about uh, there is no, and, and, Mark, you tell me if you have something different, but there is no way that Donald Trump is going to be mugshot, fingerprinted, perp walk. None of that is going to happen to the dismay of the media. But now if he walked in, so this morning when he arrived, was it? Visible from him getting out of the SUV and walking into that, what could you actually see? You were literally like a block away, and the reality was is that unless you were directly a wearing a NYPD uniform or a New York <laughs> or, State court officer or uniform sec- or a Secret Service suit, exactly, you saw nothing but the back of his head. Ah. Um, like I said, he did turn around for a brief second, do a fist bump, no statements. Okay. I thought that he would say something ahead, but I'm pretty sure his attorneys say, keep it down for right now Absolutely. until we see what we're looking at. So here's the thing. I think his attorneys 100% have probably convinced him, keep it low key until tonight. Now tonight, I'll just say this real quick. Uh, tonight will be probably the most watched speech in history or, or one of the most watched it's got to be i think so much of this country cannot wait to see what trump is going to say tonight because he is going to give a speech tonight and i want to go on record real quick mark and, and we'll get some more information from you but i want to go on record right now i this is what trump should it, the last thing that trump should do is come out tonight and talk about a stolen election and rigged system i don't want him doing that if Trump would come out tonight and say, ladies and gentlemen, you saw what happened to me today. Now, when I told you that they're not after me, they're after you, I'm just in the way. And then and then that's that should be the introduction of his speech tonight, because I Trump 100 percent agree with you. Uh, oh, man, well, I'm in good, good company. He's got to stay above the fray. Yes. And not look petty. Mm-hmm. If he looks petty, he's cooked his goose. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. I think if he comes back out and says right off the bat, this is not about me. This is about America. America. This Mm -hmm. is about America's justice and about justice for you, Mm -hmm. everyone that's listening to the speech, and those of you who are going to hear it later on, pre-recorded. Yep. Mark. Because if he does that, I think he's 100% above the garbage. Right. Now, Mark, how powerful would it be? And David... Let me know your opinion, too. How powerful would it be if you turned on the TV tonight and Donald Trump said, ladies and gentlemen, you saw what happened. Remember when I told you they're coming for you, not me. I'm just in the way. I'm the example. Now we can work together and we can fix this, but we've got to be united and we can forget the past and let's move forward because we've got a whole lot of damage to fix. And then talk about what China, I, Mark, I went verbatim in my show today and I talked about what China's doing, what the Saudis are doing, what Japan's doing, what North Korea's doing. All of this is going on, but nobody's paying attention because they want to, they want to look at the flashy lights going on with this, um, circus trial. Honestly, I do not believe in coincidences, especially when things are well choreographed. This is to take away the spotlight from the failure and the feckless foreign policy of Biden. 100%. And more importantly, right now, he's being taught a lesson by Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and China and Russia and North Korea and, more importantly, Iran. Mm-hmm. They are changing the, the geography of this entire world right now. 
and Biden is still sitting there, and the idiots in this country who are running things like the DA's office in Manhattan are focusing on something completely different. And let me give you a little history on Bragg. Bragg's record of taking felonies, violent felonies, down to misdemeanors is almost 57% of the cases. And then here's another interesting fact. When cases go to trial, he loses almost 49%. Imagine what that would do to you as a, as a prosecutor's office. Would you say to yourself, hmm, something's going wrong here, something's going wacky? Would you think that for a second? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Why would you not even consider that? I mean, it is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Uh, there's a lot of motion going on. Break in right now. There's a lot of motion going on in the hallway. And they just closed off the streets again oh. outside the courthouse. So you think they already did the – because it was supposed to be 215. I, you think they already did what they were going to do and he's well, about to come out? something's going on. I got four court officers standing right in front of the door, two Secret Service – um, there's some stuff going on outside where, again, like I said, they closed off the streets again, moved the barricades, sealed mm -hmm. that off. So, I don't see a lot of jumping around outside, but inside there's a lot of movement from the court offices. That would tell me he's about to probably, he's either going to come out or maybe they're taking him into a courtroom. They might, yeah, the they courtroom. might be taking him inside because you see yeah. the, there's a Secret Service guy standing right by the door, two of them, three of them, four of them. So he's going to go into the courtroom. And now this is where, Mark, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, but this is where if this judge had an ounce of integrity, he would throw this case out. Yeah, but I can tell you Juan Marchand, who is a product of Baruch College and Hofstra University Law School, mm -hmm. was appointed by Bloomberg. And what I found very funny is there's the wheel of judges, which they call it, where you're supposed to randomly choose judges. Oh, no. Mark. Except. Hey, <laughs> hey judge except, shop. <laughs> exactly. Except, <laughs> amazingly enough, Marshan has had already the Steve Bannon case, uh -huh. the Trump Organization case, mm -hmm. the Weissel case, and now the Trump case. I, I'm so glad you bring that up, Mark, because I... That's why I said if he has an ounce of integrity in him, he'll dismiss the case. But we know he's not. There's a reason that he's sitting there. They judge shopped. And and Mark, why – you can speak better to this than anybody. Why is it so easy and why is it allowed to judge shop? It's not. And honestly, the the rules prevent it. But the problem is the rules don't apply when it's Donald Trump. And that's the whole concept. Yeah. The whole concept is is that nothing applies to Donald Trump as they make it up. And they do what they want to do. And that's where the whole process falls apart. That's where everything in this this whole system is corrupted. If you have a D on your name or next to your name, there is a completely different set of prosecutorial rules. And I only point out to that gentleman, Sussman, who was tried for lying before the FBI in Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C., as you know, is predominantly, it's, it's a Manhattan. You know, 90%, 87%, 93% Democrat. Mm -hmm. So even though the case was brought, and even though it went before a jury, in fact, one of the jurors, their daughter, or I forget if it was daughter or son, went to school with Sussman's kids. Why would you have that person on that jury? Would be my biggest question in the first part. But that being said... It's clear that there is no such thing as a fair trial in a politically charged environment. Mm -hmm. It's just the bottom line. Right. Hands down. Yep. Anybody, it's just not even a question. I mean, anybody who says this is a fair – and that, that leads me to another question, Mark. If, how, is it possible – that because we I, I don't like a, like we just said this judge he's gonna he's gonna do what the Democrats want and he knows what the Democrats want so the if this goes to trial and they get a juror jury how are you gonna get a an equal I mean a how's he, how is Trump gonna get a fair shot anywhere he's not. anywhere he's in New not York? I know I know Takapina thinks that he's gonna get a fair trial in Manhattan take it to the jury but I can assure you. Taking it to a Manhattan jury, you might as well get the nails for the coffin now. Yeah, and I agree. it's just it's there's not going to be a fair trial out of Manhattan. It's impossible. And and that's the thing. So so let's let's 
let's walk this this way. Let's walk this through. So he gets railroaded because, and and it's so easy to see. If you watched any part, and I know it's hard, but if you watched any part of CNN, MSNBC, any of the lamestream media coverage yesterday and this morning, they were all talking about, oh, people have wanted this. We can't wait. Yeah, just to and, interrupt and, you for and, a second, oh, yeah, I just came ahead. across the, the news line that Trump has technically been arrested at this point. Interest. So, right, because if you're indicted. Now, that's another thing that, that kind of blows my mind. You know, I thought the, the uh, our whole society and our whole jurisprudence was innocent to proven guilty. How come with an indictment, which is not a, a, a conviction, you can be arrested and, and why aren't you just escorted well, in? Well, because say, this the, is once the an indictment, I, I can tell you the old saying is you can indict a ham sandwich. A ham sandwich. <laughs> There's yeah. 23 people of which 12 you need to convince of right. a one-sided story. Mm-hmm. So you can cherry pick anything you want to present to that grand jury if you are a biased prosecutor. Mm-hmm. An honest prosecutor will present exculpatory materials. Right. That obviously didn't happen here. And that didn't or happen. we wouldn't which, be having this discussion. another reason they should throw this out. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think Judge Marshan is going to be the guy to go home to his family and say, hey, I just threw out the case right. against Donald Trump. Or to go see his friends. Because remember, this is an elected position. Right. And he you know, wants to be reelected. It, it wants to be reelected. Now, the system is corrupted that way. That's another good point, Mark, because I don't think people realize, understand that this, this judge is elected and he's a Democrat sycophant, clearly. Even though he was. He was appointed by Bloomberg. Let's face it, Bloomberg was as left as as anybody, other, yeah. any other Democrat in New York. He was a left right. Uh, yeah, but he was mostly left. I mean, let's face yep. it. He, I mean, this Bloomberg is the guy that 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 somehow said that he has the power to tell people what to drink, when to drink, and how much to drink. Uh, if you could have salt or not salt, and I'm not talking about liquor, I'm talking about soft drink. The two liter <laughs> soft drink ban. Yeah. So I mean, the guy was a lunatic, but. Uh, what are you in for? Murder. Well, what are you in for? I had a 32-ounce slushie. 32-ounce slushie. <laughs> so, I mean, you got a guy like that in Bloomberg that got this judge, that appointed this judge, or, or did, you know, whatever. But this judge was put there or got elected, and we know he's a sick for the Democrats. So does he want to be the judge? Does he have enough integrity where he can do what he knows is right and then face his family and face the voters of New York when he says, yeah, I had to throw that case out. There's no way in hell he's going to do that. No, and here's <laughs> the problem. You talk about integrity. Integrity is a very fungible item when it comes to elections and judges. And sure, you have to do a lot of different things to get endorsed by the party. So a lot of kissing butt a lot of doing things that you may not think in, in terms of integrity would be fantastic, but they do it because it's the appropriate thing if you want to get elected. Now it looks like they've cleared the hall right now, so I'm assuming that he's coming up at any second. So he's going to enter enter the courtroom. Yep, now, so Mark, cleared that hall. Look, look as close as you can because I have been telling everybody that there's no way no way the Secret Service is going to allow him to be handcuffed. Oh no. I, I doubt. Uh, well, so I, I think the problem with being handcuffed is if something has to happen oh, moving him would, exactly. out of harm's it, way is uh-huh. a hindrance. It would be a hindrance, 100%. So I'm, I'm sure that's the excuse they'll use but I'm sure, but in, in that is a viable excuse. I mean you're, the, what I've been saying from the get-go when they started this mess is no one is going to supersede the Secret Service. It is a constitutional duty of the Secret Service to protect the President of the United States, whether he's sitting president or retired president. And those Secret Service agents cannot put him in danger or allow him to be in known danger. And if they were to handcuff him, they would knowingly be putting him in danger. Absolutely. And uh, so this is what the the sycophants out there and the dumb massive of voters in this country can't understand. Well, they were hoping for a mugshot, too, and I don't know if that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. Mark, I'd put money on the table. That's not going to happen. Now, if it did happen, Mark, if they were to mugshot him, Donald Trump should get a copy of that immediately, sign it, and say they're coming for you next – Put it on a T-shirt, and and he would have millions of dollars in sales. No, I I put it on a mug and a mug <laughs> as a mug shot. Mm-hmm. 
But I think, you know, this is the problem with something in the justice system. When it breaks, there's no one there to say, wait a second, this needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this 35 years. And I can tell you that there are things in this justice system where you sit back and you shake your head and you go, are you kidding me? How could this possibly be reality? And here you go. Here's a guy who campaigned. Alvin Bragg campaigned mm-hmm. on getting Trump. Mm-hmm. You know how much of a violation of the ethical codes that is? Mm-hmm. You know how many cannons? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can't target an individual without a crime. Do you know? Yeah, this is Stalin. Mar- oh, 100%, Mark. I'm glad you said that. So on my show earlier, the first hour, I said what Bragg is doing is Stalinism. He practiced Stalinism. If, and people who don't know, Stalin was the guy who went out there and said, you show me the man. And I No, bring I'll me the man the, and I'll show you the I'll crime. I'll show you the crime. <laughs> and that is what Bragg did. Bragg campaigned saying he straight up told people, I will be the guy that will find a way to indict Trump. He should be disbarred. Can you imagine, Mark, if a Republican were running for for DA anywhere in this country and said, you elect me and I'm going to get Hunter Biden? I'm going to get not even just Joe Biden. If he just said, I'm going to get Hunter Biden, he would be, you know, they would disbarred. Oh, they would have crucified him. They would have hung him out to dry. 100%. And I know it's uh, Holy Week. They would have hung him up. Yeah, they would have. 100%. You know? But here's, let me ask you this. It's because it's interesting for me. I know how we feel in New York. How do you outside of New York feel? What do you, what's the man on the street outside of New York thinking? So I can tell you this, Mark, and maybe David will chime in. Maybe Davis can give a a Texan point of view. Um, but here in Georgia, since this is where our flagship station is, um, I can tell you this. There's a lot of talk about the Atlanta DA because we have an Atlanta DA who's trying to out brag brag. The problem in Georgia, we're quite different than New York, and, and 2022 proved it. Georgia actually moves more conservative than it has been trending. Georgia's been trending a little blue, but actually reversed course in 2022. And I know some people say, well, how, how can that be, Victor, because you lost another Senate seat? We lost the Senate seat, but that's mainly because of the candidate. I mean, that's, it's just the brutal truth, yep. uh, because every, every statewide Republican won in Georgia except one. That's huge. That that's a that's a state that's not trending blue. So the difference here, even though the Atlanta, the city of Atlanta, is as blue as you can get. I mean, it's another Chicago. It's a microcosm um, of New York City, and it's another New York City, hundred percent. The difference is that we have a state here where where a, a big part of the people are not going to uh, do the. Let's just say they're not going to be so partisan as with. Let's just get Trump. Um, so Georgia's going to be a little different. I do believe the DA is going to try to do the same thing, probably that Bragg did. I, I think the case is just as weak. But but people here, I, and I'll tell you this, there have been people who I've already heard from either either directly to me or through other people that I know in the radio biz around here uh, that people have reached out and said, you know what, I did not vote for Trump in 2016. I, I have I'm not for him now. But I will vote for him in 2024 because what they're doing is wrong. So I do believe there are independents that are looking at this going, yeah, this is wrong. I, 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 I but well, I think a lot of it's what we be, have done, what yeah. we have done is we have taken that high moral and ethical ground that America used to have. And we could always tell the dictators around the world, you don't prosecute your opposition. Right. And right. there was now recently, I think in South America, there was one of these little country dictatorships that said, I don't want to hear anything from the U.S. anymore after this, because <laughs> this is exactly what they do. Yeah, so there and was. And we've lost that, that shining yeah. star. Yeah. That glimmer is oh, gone. It's, it's flickering. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah, at best. you're more optimistic at than best. I am. I am I am optimistic. I'm actually optimistic on 2024. And honestly, it's not because just because of what they're doing to Trump. It's because of what's coming. Uh, I, I believe $6, $8 gas is coming by next year. The the inflation's got, I mean, we've got a mess coming, and that's going to affect people's pockets, and they're going to blame, and rightfully so, they'll blame Joe Brandon Biden. Well, and it's I, feckless you know, policies. Look 100%. at what he's done. Yeah. He's pissed off Saudi Arabia. Oh, gosh, yes. And what did Saudi Arabia do? They said, really? Okay. You have no oil. You have no drilling. You have no gas. Let me show you how I can use that. And look what Saudi's done. 
they're they're gonna they're they're convi- and you know it's the Saudis convincing OPEC to yep. to cut production. Oh, and not the only, main leader. And not only that, they're gonna drop the dollar as a trading currency. So I mean, they're they are preparing to stick. China is out there right now saying we have the United States on the ropes. We need to put daggers in them, and that's what they're trying to do. And and now all of the this is why I'm optimistic. Because the left, whether you're China and you're a communist regime or you're a Democrat left in this country, they always seem to over just they, they, they get right there to where they're about to put the daggers in the United States and then they over they just they push it too far. They push the American people too far. And I do believe that's going for twenty twenty four that's gonna get us either Trump or Ron DeSantis. And those two men are the most feared people across this world right now, in the United States and outside. Because imagine what imagine what Donald Trump would do not having to worry about reelection. <laughs> well, he made he made mistakes his first. He did his first. Uh, yeah. I guess his first election because when he got in, he didn't clean house. No, because he wanted to. He thought that the establishment would line up behind him and be Republicans and put the country first. He did not realize how massive the swamp was and how much the establishment Republicans will pick the swamp over the American people. Yeah, it's a machine. Look at Bill Barr now. Mm -hmm. Everybody thought Bill Barr was middle of the road, nice guy. He's a straight arrow. Not really. Right. I've heard a lot of the things he said. And I can tell you his disdain for Donald Trump is just putrid. It, it just emanates from his pores. He doesn't like him. No. And that's fine. But then right. don't act like you were his best buddy. Right. And then turn around and stab him in the back. There's, mm-hmm. there's a certain thing. And one of the things is that we we lost in this country. And I, I think that's really the starting point of where everything fell apart. There was a loyalty that America used to have. There was a, a concept of loyalty to the flag, to the nation, to the guy you fought with next to in the foxhole, in the foxhole, I should say. Mm-hmm. There was a loyalty to your fellow citizens. There was a loyalty to your community, to the service that you gave back to this country. And now, I don't see it. I don't see it in the new generation. I don't see it anywhere in this country. I see some pockets of it, but it's just, it's not as preeminent a shining, light that it used to be and i don't know why that's happened right and you, you see it from the rotting cities that we have in this country also and they're all the rotting cities are all controlled by democrats amazingly oh absolutely and and that's another that's a great point right there you know i i don't see any republican run cities that are being overrun by crime everyone is run by democrats and it doesn't matter if it's a red state. Look, Georgia's a red state, but you've got Atlanta that is basically another New York or another Chicago. Um, and they're running Atlanta to the ground. And there's a reason there's no nightlife in the city of Atlanta. <laughs> there's a reason that if you go well, there's to Atlanta, a nightlife, it's just guns and ammo. Well, it's guns and ammo. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. There's a reason that if you go to Atlanta after dark, you better have a, a, a quite the uh, Kevlar collection. Well, look at look at what happened in New York. Under under Giuliani, they had what was called broken windows policing, which basically was low level crimes prosecuted, and they went after them, and the police arrested them, and when they arrested them, they held them in jail, mm-hmm. and they prosecuted them, and all of a sudden, things in the city were amazingly turned around. You could go to the city at three a.m. in the morning, walk around Times Square, and hear. Fireworks, not fireworks, but sparklers. Right. And people having a great time. Instead, you go now after dark and you hear gunshots. Yep. And you hear drug deals. Hey, you're going to hear that in the daytime now around here. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's, they made, yeah, that was great. They made, made a gun-free zone in Times Square. Mm -hmm. That's like making Ukraine a gun-free zone (laughs) and hoping Russia leaves. (laughs) Yeah. You know, let's see how well that works out for The genius behind that. I said this week on my show, I said, we should make Ukraine a gun-free zone. zone. And Russia, that would be it. That's a brilliant point. A brilliant point right there, Mark. Think about it. Think about it. They want to – the the Democrats in this country will look at the American people who have a Second Amendment right 
to bear arms to protect themselves. The Democrats will look at the American people and say, no, no, if we take your guns away, that's how we solve crime. That's how we stop the bad guys. We'll take your guns away. But yet they can't send guns quick enough to Ukraine. So how does that work? If more guns to Ukraine to save the Ukrainian borders and people, let them protect themselves. But somehow in the, in the United States, oh, no, if you want to get rid of crime, we take away your guns. How does that I'll make sense? I'll tell you sense? exactly how it works. Because it doesn't make any sense, and that's Biden. <laughs> and that's Biden. <laughs> that's Biden, Bidenomics. Yeah, I mean, it's you ridiculous. Know, take it's away our energy independence, piss off the energy suppliers. Mm-hmm. And I understand that I believe China just made a huge deal with Brazil. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be they, really helpful to us, too. They did. And the, and the problem there is Brazil has just been taken over by a leftist um political group i mean they whether he won the election or not i don't know but the leftists is in control they're going to go play footsies with the commies they're going to play footsies with the socialists in the world and so you've got and and venezuela and and now and now look at our look at canada canada is basically a socialist totalitarian government right now they're not going to listen to us much they're they 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 love restricting their people which is communism and socialism then you look down to the south, Mexico. Who's Mexico going to play footsies with? They're they're going to go with the strength. They're not going to go with the weakness. And and the United States, people just don't understand, Mark. When we become weak, as weak as we're becoming now, uh, there's so many bad things that are going to happen. And it's not just about um, <laughs> Ukraine and Russia, right? Because you can I mean, no longer you can no longer protect the world. Yeah, you know, they it, used to call it, us the the world's policemen, but yeah. we don't have, we don't produce anything. Well, we don't even have to be the world's police. The fact that the United States, when we're strong and we carry that big stick, the world tends to fall in place. You, you, I mean, I don't have to remind everybody that listens to our shows, Mark, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I don't have to <laughs> remind them that when Trump was president, Putin didn't move. China didn't move. There were no wars. No wars. There was no. Trump is the first, first time in how long? Yeah, first first time president in, long? in modern history to not get us into a new war or a new conflict. That was President Trump. And that goes exactly back to what you were saying strength. Strength. And that's Absolutely. the Reagan. 100%. That's the Reagan it's, doctrine. I tell you, it is the Reagan doctrine. It's strength and it's also the ability to, to act in a way that nobody, your adversaries have no clue what you would do. And that's Donald J. Trump. The, our adversaries across this world, they knew, A, the United States is pretty strong now. Their economy's firing. They're, they're building up the military. They're on fire right now. And not, and couple that with a, with a leader in the United States, Donald Trump, that they couldn't assess. They couldn't put him in a, in, in their little, uh, study book. To, or their psychological book to see what kind of leader who Donald they had no idea how Donald Trump would react that little rocket man in in North Korea didn't make a move because I promise you and I've told this mark I've told this story because I I do not know this for sure but I I know just through common sense I promise you that when Donald Trump sat down with Kim Jong Il Kim Jong Un the first thing he did was pull out a little little top secret satellite photo and he goes, you see this? This is where you thought you were hiding from us. See this? This is when you went to go watch your porn, then you thought no one knew where you were. See this? This is where you go when you go sneak out to go get on your, uh, you know, whatever you're doing there. Get your funk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I promise you Trump had those photos and showed him, I know where you are any given time. I want to know where you are and you are never out of reach of me. Now, if you want to pretend that you're going to hit your little button, you go ahead because you're going to die first. I promise you Trump did that. I, I, well, just I think know his, he did. his famous statement was when uh, Kim Jong-un said, I have a big red button. And, <laughs> and uh, there's Joe Tucker. Let me interrupt you. Uh, Joe yeah. Takapina uh, looks like he's walking into an ante room. Is that uh, the legal that's, team? That's Trump's lawyer, yep. one of them, right? That's his attorney. That's one of them. I think they hired uh, two other guys now. Yeah. Um, one was probably an SEC up, uh, and there is Trump right here. No handcuffs. No handcuffs. All right. No handcuffs. Just He's like not that. smiling. He looks pretty pissed off. Oh, um, 
So is he so he's walking yep. in, and he's into the room. That's it. He's in the courtroom. So did now. somebody just walk in and not hold the door for Donald Trump? Is that what I saw? I think I just saw that, Mark. Something like that. <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> These people. You know what I would love to see, Mark? I would love for you to be telling me that as he walks by, that some of the NYPD and the and uh, shook his hand, shook his hand, and fist bumped him. I, I was just thinking that. They don't want to lose their job, I guess. But Oh, they'd lose their job in 10 seconds. Man, on what grounds could they lose their job for doing that? Political. It's uh, all political. It doesn't matter. You know or what they'd would be, be patrolling nice. the Staten Island dump. What I would love, if one of these officers was, was already had a job lined up in Florida or Georgia, because you're losing a lot of your officers to Florida, Mark. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, we have lost <laughs> a tremendous amount. I mean, and the problem is recruitment is at like zero. Oh, I can't imagine. So, so Mark, I do, I do want to touch base in a, in a, in a little bit about, because you are, uh, I mean, you're, you're in with the NYPD. You're, you're, you're FOP, Mark. I mean, I, so I, I want, I want to talk a little bit da- about, the number of officers you're losing to retirement. But I would oh love, Mark, I would love if one of these guys already had a job lined up so he didn't care if he got fired, would just walk over and high-five Trump. <laughs> Which is yeah, awesome. I mean, I could I could actually see it happening. But yeah. well, the appropriate thing would be to salute him. Oh, absolutely. That would even be better. That would be that better. That would be better. That's Mark, why David, that's it's why the legendary, the legendary Dave. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Now, now... Oh my gosh, David! I could just picture that. I could just picture that. How if, if these guys? I would love it if some of these guys were about to retire or they already had jobs lined up. This stood at attention and just saluted. It didn't drop that salute until Trump walked the, by. The problem is that the left has everybody in fear. Yeah, take a take a walk down a Manhattan street somewhere at night with a MAGA hat on. Yeah, and then take a walk down the street with a rainbow on your hat. Mm-hmm. And see who gets the living, you yeah. know, l- l- the living treatment see who, of... See who gets attacked. Exactly. It ain't going to be I the mean, rainbow warrior. I was looking for the proper words <laughs> that could go out over the air. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is incredible. They keep saying the right is the violent. Oh, well. No. Again, Mark, it's what the left always does, and they do very well. Everything they accuse the right of, they're doing. And, and they have to, if the people realized how dangerous and how violent the left was then they might throw some of these bozos out so they have to convince them that the right it's amazing to me mark they they lie to your face uh, to our face every day telling us how 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 violent the right is look what they did with the trans shooter in tennessee they're actually trying to make the shooter a victim and they're running around from the white house Telling we're having a national yeah, trans day because the trans people are under attack. No, Christian kids were under attack. These poor kids in a school they were just trying to learn, they are under attack. But the White House would have you believe that transgender people are under attack. I, I didn't hear any mention by the White House of anything about that attack. No, they they don't want. They said, about it. "Oh, it's a shame," and that was it. Boom, yeah, done, yep, finished. Yep. Because they can't allow the oh, truth. There's there. a ton of uh, photographers being thrown out of the courtroom now. Oh, excellent! So the the photo op is done. So no more photographers. No more photographers. Yeah, because Judge Marchand had said no filming inside. Yeah, I'm surprised. He gave he- them a second or two for. Snapshots, still shots, and that was it. I'm surprised he did that. I'm glad he did. I'm glad he yeah, did. I'm, I'm surprised he let them have still shots. Unfortunately, that I think so, is just so. Mark, let it, me ask you despicable. this: If let me ask you this, when when the NYPD is instructed to, you know, like I'm sure because you've talked about NYPD all over the place right now, whatever floor they're on, whatever courthouse they're in, uh, are they handpicked? Which, how do they determine which NYPD officers are going to be closest to Trump right now and, and be where they well, are? Well, the, see, most of the – well, inside the courthouse, it's court. So that's uh, courts, you know, state, court states, attorneys, mm-hmm. and, you know. You have the attorneys in there. Obviously, the Secret Service is in there, but it's the court police that are inside the courthouse. Okay. I don't think – except for maybe downstairs, I haven't seen any NYPD inside the building technically. Okay, so NYPD is not inside. That's, no. That's court so police. NYPD was responsible for the perimeter for the perimeter okay. setup okay. for making sure that the motorcade was able to get down and making sure that the roadways were closed off as they were coming down, make sure that the Secret Service and the, the motorcade had a clear shot. So what are the chances that these court officers – 
are probably, let's say, what percentage do you think, Mark, are Trump supporters? Silently or, or silently. verbally? Silently. <laughs> probably 50%. Oh, wow. I would say 50 oh. or 60% because they appreciate how he treats law enforcement. Right, right. Not the way Democrats treat law enforcement. I, I don't know how it's not 100%. Uh, I mean, it's difficult to get a read on it because a lot of guys will talk about it quietly. And because if it gets out, remember, they can be reassigned at a heartbeat. Right. Right. So it's very, again, it's, I don't want to call it political. It's different than, than politics, but it is kind of that political flavor yeah. where if you're not the right ilk, you're not going to be on the right assignments. Man, that's too bad. It's just, uh, but I, I just I, I hope that some of them were able to give him a little nod and uh, do what they can to let him know that he's got support. And I I know Trump knows he has support, but uh, right now being in New York right now, I so so Mark, they're inside the courtroom obviously right now. There, so what happens from there? How, does the judge come in and and judge who, will come who in? Speaks all first? rise. Well, the judge always speaks first. Okay. So the clerk will get up. The clerk will call the the calendar. She'll get up and say, "All rise." Judge Juan Marchan, State Supreme Court, Criminal Court, coming in and be seated. Everybody sits down. Judge, you know, judge sits down first. Everybody sits down after. The court clerk will then call the case. And everything again, remember, it's on the record. So there's a transcriber. So everything is then called. She'll call the case. And what will happen is the prosecutor will stand up. And at this point, I believe, well, they I don't know if they've unsealed the indictment beforehand or not. But this may be the first time in open court that the attorneys actually see the indictment. How is that and, possible? Aren't they, well, aren't they supposed I, to? i got to tell you, I'm very surprised that this was a sealed indictment. And the speculation that ran around was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I've never seen anything. A sealed indictment is usually when there's co-conspirators, when there's additional crimes to be charged, and you don't want to let the other guys know that you got them. Right. So I was a little surprised that they sealed the indictment. I think it's because of how weak the case is. And that might be. I mean, they're looking at it. Obviously, the attorneys are going to look at it, and they're going to look at this and say, okay, they said that there was a leak again from the grand jury, 30 to 34 indictments. Now, at first it was said misdemeanors with a felony attached because – I'll explain to you real quick. In New York, misdemeanor, two-year statute of limitations, you can tag it or bootstrap it or marry it to a felony, which then extends that two-year limitation to five-year limitation. But the problem is, is this case is allegedly to have taken place in 2016. Right. This is probably the weakest thing I've ever seen. A hush payment so that the gentleman doesn't get... Which is get not that. illegal. No. I was going to just ask. It's, it's state. It's not illegal. But in order to have this... There's so many problems with this indictment. Again, we're speculating because we haven't seen the indictment. There could be something in there that we're not aware of to make this a little tighter. But this case so far is is just I'm telling you well, Mark, it's as thin as tissue paper. Oh, not a, not a doubt, not a doubt. And 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 I think that needs to be a point that needs to be driven home. All of and I think that's why this was sealed. The the indictment was sealed because they didn't want to show the how weak of a case. Every one of these counts is a misdemeanor. Every one of them is subject to statutes of limitation, which has run out on every one. Oh, and and all all he did was try to marry it to an FEC, the the campaign which would be a federal, but that's a federal. Yeah, this is, a this state, is ancient history. A state DA or city DA does not have the authority to charge a a. a, a they have no jurisdiction. A, fel- a, a federal crime. No, so, they have no jurisdiction. So and how the FEC, the Federal Election Commission, and the DOJ passed on this. Yeah, because there was they no all crime. Passed because there was no crime, and and you know I so. First of all, I don't know how, how can this judge get away with not without looking going statute of limitations are run out. You don't have the authority to 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 go after a federal crime. None of this is in your wheelhouse. I can't let this proceed. I don't know how the judge can do that, and 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 why? Well, I do know because it's New York. They would never. Yeah, it's impeach, New York, and you have a Democratic judge. judge. It's just unbelievable to me. But I, here's the thing, Mark, that I hope happens. 
And this is where the Republicans are going to have to grow a backbone. They're going to have to drop some gonads out of their stomach. I know. Well, this is where we've got to do a better job at, at voting and throw these. You know, I'm always talking about throwing out establishment Republicans. Just yeah, you have the dinosaur in charge out. of the Senate. Absolutely. <laughs> Good luck. Absolutely. We've got to throw these people out just like we got to throw Democrats out. Because now if this goes forward, then the precedent is set. Do you know how many Democrats are probably clinching their – how can I put this and make this clean? Yeah. <laughs> They're probably clinching their butt cheeks so tight – that they could turn coal into a diamond because mark could you name i mean i'm serious can you name one democrat elected official and and a, unfortunately probably a, a whole lot of republican establishment officials who haven't paid somebody hush money no there's also what i understand is there is a congressional slush fund to pay off sexual <laughs> there is to pay off sexual allegations yeah. against congressmen and senators. Absolutely. There is and a now, 100% a Is there fund. going to be indictments now against well, all of them? This is why there's some new diamond rings being formed and butt cheeks and all across Washington. Because I mean, and does now, does the prosecutor in Texas decide that, you know, Hunter Biden there is interfering with elections and there therefore you go. He's and coming down and he's going to charge him with a bunch of felonies. And there hey, you go. Come on now down look, to Texas. I am not one for tit for tat, but this is different. I, I think every Republican DA across every red state should be just waiting. If this goes forward, then they need put their sights on the Biden family, put their sights on Pelosi, put their sights on Schumer. I mean, Mark Schumer, I don't remember what year it was, but that dude got in trouble and had to pay a fine for something he did. Yeah, um, listen, uh, he's, yeah, listen you know. they're not all crystal clean. Of course not. <laughs> and here's, here's the biggest thing that I love is the, the Democrats are so creative. They are amazingly creative. From the Russia hoax to Lois Lerner targeting conservative groups mm-hmm. under the IRS, they are always the first on the scene to do the stupid thing. And then it, it's always if the Republicans turn around and retaliate, it's like, oh, see, you're just retaliating. Right, right, right. And you know what? And they, they, they call out the retaliation card. Right. And that's where the, the Republicans now, they, 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 they're just going to have to... They, they, you got to play ball. Just like I said about the election, I said this, I don't know, a couple of shows ago. If we sit back and say, oh, 2020 was stolen, there's the mail-in ballots and all this mess, and we can't right, do they that. They just released a picture of Trump sitting in the courtroom. Oh, they did? Yep. I thought yeah, they next weren't. to Takapina. is on the right of Takapina. So somebody must have attorney. got a picture before they were thrown out. So they got one, two, three, four, looks like four lawyers and Trump. Interesting. So, Mark, I guess let me get back to – well, yeah, let me get back to this real quick. So – so the judge will come out and address the court and then the – so will the – will the – will DA Bragg stand up and and call out his – I doubt – Honestly, I haven't seen Bragg, which is interesting. But he come. He I can know come he's in through there. The back. I saw a headline that said he 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 was in the courtroom before. Trump. Yeah, he can come back in through the the side door. This is the back yeah. where the chambers are. But I can't see Bragg trying this case because I don't think he's one of the trial. You know, being the district attorney, you don't do your own trial cases. Right. Okay. You so, know, you kind of so hire got, your, your. So he's got guns. his minions in there. Right. And there now, do they read off? This and I'm betting what? none of them ever voted Republican in their lives. No, of course not. Of course, they made sure of that. But do they do they read? So now the indictment is open. Which and do they read the indictment? Because I well, what could happen is you could waive a reading, plead not guilty, and and move on to you know. In New York, there's no bail anymore, so you just move on and well, pick a date. And, there, there's no but, bail for Democrats, right? But I'm well, if I'm Trump's attorney, I want them to read that. I yeah, want that in too. the record. Yep. I, I want, want yep. all the charges in the record. Well, let's hope they're smart enough to do that because in 2020, Trump didn't have the best lawyers around him nope. because they got outschooled by – this is what I say about fraud. Was there fraud? Of course there was, but it was legalized. They allowed Democrat lawyers and judges to – well, they allowed them to judge shop in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, and they allowed for changing the election rules during an election. That is constitutionally not allowable, but they, right. they but did But here's it what anyway. happened. Here's what happened 
is the Republicans were too darn slow. Yeah, exactly. 100%. In Pennsylvania, when the legislature changed the rules, mm-hmm. actually, it wasn't the legislature. It was the elected no, officials. It was the elected officials that changed and a judge. the hours and everything else. Yep. They don't have the capacity to do that. No. Right then and there, nope. the Republicans should have been on the ground moving for a restraining order. Of course. Stop that from happening. Yep. Move up the chain. They, and then they weren't even legally, in the. They weren't even in the courthouse battling Mark Elias. Mark Elias was the Democrat juggernaut that went in there, convinced the judge, you can change election law, even though it clearly states in Pennsylvania Constitution that the elections can only be – and it's in the Constitution of the United yeah, States by the legislature. Also, but the only people that can that can change election law is the legislature. Absolutely, Mark. And, yeah, and I mean, what if, what if they decide in all the Democratic cities to have an election season now? Right. Which is so what they're doing. Six months. That's what they're six doing. Six months worth of yeah. elections. That's what they're doing. And and it's and it needs to and stop. Again, I, I understand is it Minneapolis or Wisconsin today that there's a big deal about one of the uh, Supreme Court justices for an election as to whether or not that's then going to affect voter ID. Are they mm-hmm. going to throw out all their voter ID laws? Right. Are they going to change all the, the – in other words, they did away with ballot boxes where you could drop off ballots? Right, the, the drop boxes. Are they going to get rid of those too? Are they going to now bring them back? Yeah. I, this is the thing that people better be – and that's – this is why I always say that politics starts at the local level. I mean, people need to understand they, they all get caught up with what's going on in Washington. But if you're not in tune with what's going on in your state and your city, that's where this stuff starts. And, and every, each state, they control their elections, which is the way it should be. You don't want federal government controlling elections. My gosh, that would be a bad oh, road. I mean, the, the bottom line is that our local sort of school districts and everything else, the school boards, have all been controlled by flaming liberals for the most part. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we thought that they could, right. How much could they do damage if we just confine them to that area? Yeah. Well, now we're seeing it. Now we're seeing it. Now we're seeing it. And now Huge they want, amount of damage. Now they want to expand their damage and out of the cities. But, well, but they're um, going to take this country through a process that's going to destroy it. If we're not careful, absolutely, and this is what I mean about getting some real conservative, freedom-loving, and independent-minded Republicans elected, because it's going to take a, it's going to take a, you know, here's the thing, here's the thing. I, I do believe Trump is right. You know, Trump was saying the other day that he could end the Russia-Ukraine war in 24 hours. Now, could he do it in 24 hours? Maybe 48, maybe 72. Doesn't matter. I think he's right. I think Trump could end that war in a heartbeat. And, um, can we turn around this economy? A hundred percent. Can we become energy independent? A hundred percent. All of these things can happen, but you can't do it without the right leadership. No. Can't and and what we right. don't understand or what we don't give him enough credit for is warp speed. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Everybody said it's impossible. It's never going to happen. Trump mm-hmm. said, watch me. Watch me. Yeah. Hold, this- hold my drink. Yeah. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Yeah. You know, Mark, that's a great point. And, and I, you know, I, we don't have to debate the merits of, of the flu shot. Uh, but the point of the matter is, you know, the Democrats, they hated the idea of a, a so-called – I don't call it a vaccine because it's not a vaccine. It's a flu shot. They hated the idea – I mean, it is. They hated the idea of a flu shot when Trump was still president. But the minute Biden was inaugurated, all of a sudden, oh, they love the flu shot. But and it they started have, mandating it. And they started mandating it. And it wouldn't have been there had it not been for Trump. I promise you, Mark, and you I'm sure you'll agree, we're in 2023 right now. Were it not for Donald J. Trump, had anybody else been president, especially a Democrat, we wouldn't have a flu shot still today. There wouldn't be a nope. COVID flu shot. No, there would not. And, and, and this is what people don't understand. But yet the Democrats are trying to take credit for their boosters and their flu shots and all that mess, which none of it would have happened were it not for Donald J. Trump. Because, because here's, here's the basic fact. You know, I, I'm a big proponent of college, but I'm also a big proponent of work. Mm. When you start <laughs> right. your own business, mm-hmm. you have to figure things out. You have to understand how things work, and you have to be effective in what you do. If you're not effective in a process that's in business, you're out of business. In the educational environment that we now have, you can be an imbecile and you can still be successful. <laughs> yeah, you just have to trend on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, look what look what just happened. And I, I implore the rest of the federal judges bench to do the same thing. There were two federal judges that just turned around and said that they will no longer be accepting clerks from Stanford University. Oh, I heard from that, the law Mark. school. 
That now is that not brilliant? And and I hope that catches fire and more federal judges do this because these schools pride themselves in being able to get their students all the best internships and and uh, jobs in the for clerks and whatever the other jobs are that are involved with these law offices. And how great is it now? How wonder now. If I were a uh, a, not, a a non Ivy League law school, like say um, there's a, there's a couple of really good law schools here in Georgia, I would be sticking my hand up in the air, going, "Hey, we believe in equal justice, we believe in equality, we believe in in liberty, we believe in the Constitution. Um, our students are ready. Our students are ready. They they know the law. They're not indoctrinated. I'd be doing that so to get my students a heads up because they're gonna go somewhere to get students now, and 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 I praise these guys for not for flat out telling Stanford and do you know Stanford and Yale I don't know if they can last long if if students know no, well I'm his, not going there just, this was out of the 5th circuit court of appeals judge judge James Ho and I quote he said we will not hire any student who chooses to attend Stanford law school in the future rules aren't rules without consequences and students who practice intolerance don't belong in the legal profession man Amen to that. And and what a great point he made there. And and I'm sure the media is going to bury this story, but this story needs to be everywhere because how, why would you want students who are going to be tomorrow's lawyers who can't tolerate free speech? How can you be a lawyer in the United States where we are a republic? What's left of it? We what's are left? the rule of law. We're we're not we're not rule of man. We're rule of law. And you can't have that if you can't tolerate free speech. No, and the answer is, how can you see an argument if you can't see the other side? Absolutely. You can't make an argument without you seeing cannot. the other side. You can't. There's no one-sided debates. Now, I know they love one-sided debates because they can't win a debate. This is why they want to shut down opposition. But they also except don't want to. Except in a grand jury. It's a one-sided with a grand debate. Jury because it's a one-sided, exactly, <laughs> which is why that saying's out there. You can indict a ham sandwich. Yep. And it, <laughs> now, it's just it, what is amazing is... The way it was portrayed in the lamestream media was so bizarre and so afar from what the reality was. They were almost giddy mm-hmm. that he was indicted. A hundred percent. Not they, understanding they, that it's nothing. It's nothing. Right. But they don't care. They don't care. They would if they could put Donald Trump in jail for jaywalking. They would do it. They yeah. just want this it's man in jail. Literally, for a grand jury to indict someone, it's 12 out of 23. It's the lowest standard of proof we have in the right. legal system. And it's one-sided, like you said. There is no yeah. Trump can and, get and a district attorney who is hell-bent on getting Trump can cherry-pick anything that he wants. Listen, they called Michael Cohn a convicted felon who was convicted of... Jesus, talk about lying. Lying, yeah. But... That's your star witness for this case? Good luck. <laughs> Unless there's something amazing in this indictment, and this has to do with fraud in business records, this DA's office is going to have a lot to answer for on Capitol Hill. Yeah. And, and i got to tell you, if they don't drag him to Capitol Hill and make him fess up that they're as useless as the the guardian sitting in front of me on the, the my uh, garden, <laughs> my garden gnome. <laughs> They have to get you. You talked about it before about a backbone for Republicans, mm-hmm. and I don't know whether or not Republicans can grow a backbone. I don't know if I have faith in them. They've shown me nothing in the last for the four years that Donald Trump was under attack, and that wasn't a presidency; that was an attack. Right for four years. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they would have said, "You know what? This guy's got some great ideas. Let's go with it." Right. Why did he? He had a fight. Can you? His party. And the 100%. Democrats who wanted to hang him out. People need to remember, Mark, well, absolutely. The first two years of Donald Trump's presidency, he was in a battle with the establishment Republicans just as much as he was with the Democrats. Because they feared him because he was going to overturn the apple well, cart. he's from the outside. David, you look like you have a comment. Well, you know, we can't forget the attack by the, by the media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they – the media – isn't like it used to be, but it still swings a lot of people. Mm. And um, unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, yeah. exactly. And uh, we can't ever, you know. And this is something that uh, you know Trump tried to play the media and thought he knew what he was doing, but 
you know, he hurt himself in the media and with Twitter and all of this. And yeah, somebody needs to take his Twitter account away. Yeah. Or his Truth Social account away. <laughs> but, take it away, let him focus on the issues, yeah. and get his policies done. Yeah. Just stay off being, you know, I love his policies, I hate his delivery. It's not about him. It's got to be about America. You know, you know what, Mark? Um, I, you know, I, and and that's a hundred percent true. What you just said, and 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 which is why I'm a huge, huge supporter of Ron DeSantis. But I'm also a hundred percent supporter of Trump. But if you watch Trump. When he does, because every now and then he will give a speech that strictly, or at least the one part of his speech is mostly will be about policy. He's fantastic. I don't think there's any better. When it's it's just when he when he gets into the the uh, I don't know if you want to call it the New York mode of mudslinging uh, and then and rehashing. Yeah, so it goes sideways. Yeah, it goes sideways. But fast. how refreshing! How refreshing would it be? To have a president who could put three sentences together without having a teleprompter. <laughs> How about one yeah. sentence? I'd See, take one sentence. That's the other thing. If Trump... Okay, there's. let me interrupt for yeah. a second here. They're reporting 34 felony counts. Wow. Do they have to go through each one individually? Well, it depends on what the attorney wants. They could have waived the reading, but the oh, length right. that this is taking... Maybe they said um, to suspect read. Suspect that they said read them. Yep. Maybe they went with your advice, Mark, and they said let's because they need it on record. They need it on record because every one of these is a misdemeanor that they're trying to tag to. Uh, well, to they campaign. probably tagged it to one felony, which is the election. The elections. And absolutely. They don't have jurisdiction for the federal they crime. They do not. Which is why why won't oh, this judge ought to look at them and go try again. Get out of my courtroom. You're wasting the people's money. That's what uh, should always be on the mind to me. A judge should have, of course, the law. And if you don't pass the mustard, then you need to save the people money. But this judge is going to let this farce go on, knowing, knowing that a higher court is going to eventually throw this out. And I, I got to tell you, like I said, Joe Takapita thinks he's going to get a fair trial in Manhattan. No way. Um, no. No way. I can I, I tell hope, you. No. I hope he know, realizes it's not going to happen, and I hope he's just saying what he said because he's he didn't you know he's trying to gain favor with whoever he can. But that man has to know that there's no fair trial going to. And if he does believe it's a fair trial, Trump needs to fire him yesterday. Yeah, I mean, if you I have mean, a jury pool that is ninety three percent Democratic, that's yeah, a really it, not a great base to have a fair trial. They're going to convict him as uh, there's. That's why I said it's going to take a higher court, Mark. Now, Mark, what happens? Let's say it goes to a jury. It goes to a jury trial in New York, and he's convicted. Um, which what's the first appellate court that it'll reach? Well, it's going to be the court of appeals. But here, here's the problem: it's be the, the next court up is the appeals court. But then there's the third branch is the court of appeals. But I don't think that this would go to either of those courts because I don't think in the appellate court. That he'd have a good shot either, because again, yeah, I don't think he will either, because they're going to judge shop. <laughs> it's you know, you're talking about it's a, it's a political hackery chain, yeah. you know, right? You don't really have a diverse view of things, right? As you go up the chain, you know, the court of appeals, then you have something a little better. But I think this needs to get out of the New York court system, quite frankly, because it really does lean blue. It should, but how are they going to do that? The, well, the, it's a federal question. I mean, they can make an appellate, you know, they can make it a direct appeal to the Supreme Court based on the charges. So let me Again, ask you this. We're speculating on the charges because right, we don't know what they are. Know. Let me ask you this real quick, Mark. Uh, uh, what motions should should his uh, Trump's attorneys, what motions should they have immediately filed today once this proceeding started? I would have changed a venue immediately. That's probably going to be unsuccessful, but at least right. you can then but make an try. appeal and go up the up the food chain. Right, the right. Second is I'd make a motion to dismiss based on a, if, again, we're speculating on the charges, right. that these charges are, no pun intended, trumped up Trump. from misdemeanors to felonies yeah. in order to increase the statute of limitations. Right, because it's all, all of them are subject right. to statute of limitations. There's a secondary factor, that so that would be the, the second motion. Then I'd make the motion that they can't, there was in New York State, under Cuomo, he basically, through an executive order, stopped everything in the court system. Our court systems were closed. Mm. And he extended the statute of limitations. 
during that period that it was closed. So all statute of limitations, if you had a two-year statute of limitations in the courtroom, I, I forget the exact number. I had it calculated out because I actually Man. needed it for a case I had. And it, it was it was basically almost a year where that court system was down and out. Right. And you basically had that additional time. Now, again, there were arguments about if your statute of limitations expired during that, did you now have at the end of it, or was it beyond that? Right. So there was a whole host of legal quandaries mm. back and forth on that. But that's one of the reasons that they may try to extend it. There's another one that's used where if the person is out of state. Right. So, Martin. And you can't get them. We are at the end of the show here, We're and done. I just saw a headline that Trump pleads not guilty, so we knew he was going to do that. Mark, thanks so much for being on, and uh, man, I, you know what? We'll take this to your show on Friday. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> thanks a lot, thanks, folks. everybody. Stay tuned for Mark on Friday, 12 o'clock noon. Bye to reality. Don't miss it. Thank you. You bet, Mark. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.